enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Suhaila, and I will be your host as we share our thoughts on the Witcher Blood Origin. If you haven't finished the season, save this episode for later and come back because there will be spoilers. If this is your first time tuning into the Temple of Geek Podcast, welcome. The Temple of Geek Podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by a variety from the Temple of Geek team. Here we cover all manner of geek and pop culture news and events. To our returning listeners, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here. With me today are two special guests. Welcome to the podcast. Can you briefly introduce yourselves to our listeners and tell them a little bit about you? How about we start with JJ? Hi there. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about this. I love fantasy, so I'm really excited to talk about this with you guys. Um, my name is JJ. I, I'm on TikTok and Twitter under Lady Dragon JJ. I talk about fantasy, his song of ice and fire, Star Wars, <laughs> Marvel, um, whatever looks interesting, whatever looks cool, uh, I talk about it. So yeah, I'm very, very excited for this. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Maria? Um, and I'm, I'm Maria. You know me as Call Me By The Same Maria, rebranded to watch Maria Watches Everything recently on TikTok. I'm also on Twitter and sometimes on Instagram. I also love fandoms. I don't know as much as JJ when it comes to fandoms and fantasy, <laughs> but I watch it all. Star Wars, Game of Thrones, House, um, House of the Dragon. I'm so excited to talk about The Witcher, and I also talk a lot about television, too. Awesome. I'm so excited to talk about this show and you guys are great. I love you guys. I'm so excited to talk to you girls. <laughs> I, I know. Um, as for me, I'm also like a huge fan of like sci-fi and fantasy. Star Wars, I've recently gotten into um, the world of Game of Thrones through House of the Dragon with JJ. Um, and just, yeah, just any like fantasy shows I, I really enjoy. On TikTok and on, uh, and on Twitter, I am uh, Sue's Theories, so SES Theories. And I generally talk about whatever shows I'm watching some political and social commentary in the mix, and then also the earrings that I make based off of the shows. Very nice. Oh, you make them. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> I, wish my ears yeah, I, do. I, like, I don't talk about them as much as I should. <laughs> but yes, I, I notice do. them every time, but I never like ask, but like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> I need to do a better job of actually talking with them. Um, You're great with it. Cool. So let's jump in. Uh, what mm -hmm. are your initial reactions to the show? Maria, do you want to start? Um, I really loved it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I just, so I love that it's like a show based on lore mm -hmm. and it's just like getting into the backstory of the past of the Witcher universe. I'm not familiar with the Witcher at all. This was the show season one is like how I got into it. Mm -hmm. And so I've never read a book. I've never watched play the video games. So that was like my first initial inter, um, interaction with the world. And season two left me with so many questions and I just wanted yeah. to know more because it had like, it teased all this like lore, all the like history. And this show is just like, okay, here's backstory. Mm -hmm. So I loved it. Um, I thought the costumes were gorgeous. I was obsessed with like all of Merwin's looks. I thought the cast was amazing. The characters were so fun. And I really appreciate like the history. I feel like this was for the nerds. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate it and had a lot of fun with it. Okay. Um, so it for me, it was good. There's a lot of elements I liked, but it's, it's, it needed more. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like, I wish was, this was 10th ten, episodes a season. I think there's a yeah, lot of yeah. interesting characters. The lore is fun. The visuals are gorgeous. The characters, there's too many characters, only four episodes, and you're, they're trying to squeeze in all of this history, basically thousands of years of history and huge events that kind of shaped the world of Geralt in the future 
in only four episodes. That was my problem with it. I was shocked mm-hmm. when I heard it's only four episodes. So I was just kind of trying to go into it a little bit, treading lightly to understand. And I understand adaptations in fantasy are going to be different. So it's very hard to adapt mm-hmm. these worlds. So I just, as much as I enjoyed it, I, I, I want more. <laughs> so it's like, is there going to be yes. a season two? Or are we going to get a part, that for part sure. two or something? It's just, it felt, it, yeah. I felt like a lot was sort yeah. of left unanswered. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I wanted mm-hmm. more. If I see Michelle Yeoh on a screen, I want more yes. of her at every moment. <laughs> oh, she, Absolutely. she, yeah, for sure, 100%. Attention. <laughs> yes. like, and her character is really like yeah. one of those wise but quiet, uh, like quiet and tortured mm. types. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. she's just, she fascinates mm-hmm. me in every role. So it's just like, I want more of her. Like, and that to mm-hmm. me is a good sign when a show leaves me wanting more. It means yes. I enjoy, I just wanted more. It just wasn't enough. It was just like converged mm-hmm. everything in four episodes, which it really stretched it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Piggybacking off that real quick. I will say that when the season ended or the series ended, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is where they could start. <laughs> like they could really get into it. Like if they did one or two episodes from here on out, oh, that would be amazing too. Because mm-hmm. I want to know about the aftermath, like yes. I'm not saying into spoilers, but like they ended on a point where I'm like, oh, right. This is where, like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I completely Wait, understand. I want to make sure, that. are we talking spoilers in this episode or just general feelings? Yes. There, we yes, we are, we're definitely talking spoilers. Okay, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so feel yeah. free to feel free to dive in. Yeah. Them ending on the conversion was such a tease. I, I was know. like, oh. <laughs> there was a lot going on, like convergence, and then you had uh, Ayla being pregnant with a half magical yes. baby. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The show yeah. ends, and I'm like. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what gets me is like whenever like humans and elves are introduced and they're like, "Who are you?" and then cut. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. This is very like, like we need to see these interactions. That's what I'm yeah. like, it just didn't have enough time for you to like get to yeah. know care. Like, you, in order to to build good fantasy, you have to feel immersed into the world. When you mm-hmm. drown mm-hmm. it in ex- an exposition, and your characters don't have enough time to actually interact, create conflict. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. You don't spend enough time together with them. Like, at the end of the day, do I care? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I care about Francesca Mills' character. Like, I want her to be okay. Mm-hmm. Is she fine? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> yeah, it's just... For sure. Like, uh, I was talking to my husband, who's a major Witcher geek. Like, we're talking, like, major. So, he... The video games are basically based on the novels. That's how this mm-hmm. world got popular. The Polish mm-hmm. author sold the rights to Sony, I think. It doesn't matter, for very cheap. We're talking like oh. 10K. Mm. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Well, yeah, and then, that's like, because didn't they have like a kind of a show in, I think, Pol- a Polish show, I think maybe? In- yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. You, you might be right. I just know that the world. The only reason I know that's because the per- I was dating someone when the show came out and he told me everything. And I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Use this for a podcast three years later. <laughs> so, I mean, like, the whole world didn't get popular until the video games. That's what exploded the mm-hmm. world. And then people started reading the novels and then the author had issues with the, the gaming company because mm-hmm. they made like got kind of money okay. on it so and then netflix did the witcher with uh, uh, henry cavill and all that but they seem to be diverging a lot from the lore from what i understand and listening to him mm-hmm. talk about it they seem to be kind of taking their own own matter into the hands and maybe that's what's kind of turning off some of the fans which is understandable i, I get mm-hmm. it to an extent like when you start stepping away from what people know like i talk about this all the time like there's certain mm-hmm. things that you can and you can do you know what i mean like it's okay to take mm-hmm. liberty. I believe that that's why. But 
I believe that's why Henry left too, right? Because he said that he didn't agree with it. So. The direction they were taking in yeah, the show. Yeah, so it does happen. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of like, I yeah. am a little bit more open mind. I try to be at least because otherwise I will never enjoy so, anything if I just look at it. It just depends mm-hmm. on what they do with the Lord. They really like push it to completely something unknown. Like the sphere of uh, mm-hmm. the convergence of the spheres, it's like a mm-hmm. historical event that's described in one of the novels. Like a cataclysmic mm-hmm. event where the world sort of the world sort of split the universe and everything combined together, monsters, elves, mm-hmm. humans sort of all sort of living together. Like on the mm-hmm. show, obviously they describe it with what is that black rock with the symbols on it? The monoliths. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like the show, like they reference it very casually and very like very surface level. So yeah. this is like the details. I will agree that like I feel like this was the beginning of the end. It kind of not to compare it to House of Dragon by any means. But you know, like House of Dragon mm-hmm. is like the beginning of the Targaryen War. Mm-hmm. But it's like okay, we have more seasons of House of the Dragon though that we know yeah. is going to lead up to it. That's what's for this is like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For this is like, well, are we going to get more? Because it's like if this is a limited series, I, I need more. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a another spin-off series but i hope it's a prequel because it's like i feel like there's a big chunk of time because this was like twelve thousand years pre-richard witcher the show right. so yeah. it's like or 12, what about the yeah. other ten thousand years <laughs> like yeah. we need to make the gap so yeah. these, so. fantasy worlds they cover such large spectrums of time even like tolkien's legendarium yeah. like when you start reading like when you get into similarity and all that and uh all, like this is like tens of thousands, potentially millions of years. No one knows the definition of that because time is relevant mm-hmm. when you don't have a measure yeah. of it in a fantasy world. So for me, th- yeah. this show I think is just like a a little snack before yes. the Witcher. Itself. That's what we're going to say. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. and the, and I think it suffers be- because of that because it wanted to converge so much. You so have like much. how many characters? I took a yeah. screenshot of the cast. For a four-hour mm-hmm. show, I shouldn't have two screenshots of notes of characters. Yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we really did not like. We, we, we have our notes too. Yeah. <laughs> what was the point of Merivin, the, the 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 puppet princess or empress of the? I did not. Like that. Okay, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. Pointless character. Just yeah. stick with one of the maids. <laughs> like, oh, I, will, I will say, even though it was like you know, only for episodes. And I'm selfish. I always want more. Like if you were to give, have given me like 40 episodes, I would have been like, I want more. <laughs> right. Always. Always. As long as there's like more and world building. The one thing I will say that they did pretty well is they did have really complex characters and all of the characters that we did meet, even if we only got to see them for like one or two episodes, which I mean is half of the show. <laughs> That's like 50% of the show. <laughs> but even if they had like, you know, a small amount of screen time, we still like learned a lot about each character. Mm-hmm. But but like you said, like there is a lot that they that they kept out. But in terms of like, I think they were just setting up a story that is then going to be used in The Witcher, which is why they condensed it so much. And they did leave a lot of peripheral stuff out. Um, and I do, again, wish that they had expanded more, especially like in the beginning, getting to know the characters yeah. before they get pulled into the quest. Like, that's what I would have loved to see more of, especially, you yeah. know, Skian, um, Michelle Yeoh's character. I just want her. Yeah. I just want more Michelle yeah. Yeoh. I will say, I felt really, I felt really gypped from Michelle Yeoh. I don't yes. know why I thought she'd be the main character. Obviously, because it's Michelle Yeoh, I wanted to be the main character. But I'm just yeah. like, this is not enough Michelle Yeoh. I love the cast. It was great. I loved LA. But like, it's just like, where's Michelle Yeoh? Yeah. <laughs> I just want more of her. So I will say, I really would. Yeah. yeah. 
And despite having like less screen time, I felt like she had the biggest impact of that group. Oh yeah, her presence was always known for sure. Exactly. She was definitely felt. Yeah, there's one more of her. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The problem. So I was thinking about this. Sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say like to kind of piggyback off of what you said. um, because it's four episodes and there's a lot of interesting characters, the problem that you have when you have four episodes is when they meet each other, it, all the conversation is expositionary. So they're not yeah, having yeah. organic mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. with each other. All they're doing is just spewing information about the world, the Lord. No one yeah, is having yeah. an organic conversation, so it's very hard to kind of relate. Like. For example, mm-hmm. Fial and um, um, Ayle should have had way more conflict because the romance happened really too fast yes. for me. It was way too fast. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm the like, enemies to lovers. I'm like, it was like enemies to friends to lovers. It was like <laughs> one episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the first episode right away, they had to like start yeah. working together. The enemies were like 0. 0.2 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer teased it like they're fighting and like she's grabbing his arm. I'm like, what am I saying here? This is my jam. Like, that was like within the first 40 minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the other one. I'm like I want to believe yeah. that these people are so in love when she's literally doing Anakin at the end no <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe <laughs> okay that explains why I was so invested because I was just like yeah. in tears by the end I'm like oh yeah. that's why because yeah. I'm a sucker for this show <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense now yeah. okay <laughs> like, th- those types of romances they need time to live they need to feel they earned do. I just didn't feel like it was earned at the mm-hmm. time but they did it because of the the pregnancy baby the baby stuff yeah because that's important yeah. for the future of the witch and I'm really glad you said that because I was thinking about this because I'm just like, what was the point of this show? Because I'm like, season two just happened. Season three is about to happen, I think, two Mm -hmm. months. And I'm like, why did they release this prequel now? And I realized it's because they wanted to get the elf lore. They wanted to, like, build the universe of, like, how elves used to be in power, how they used to be in strength. Like, this is, like, a elf rally theme for, um, like, Siri essentially, to, like, live out her prophecy Mm -hmm. because... Even at the end with, like, Yaskar, which Yaskar is my favorite character. So I was yes. like, oh, I'm so happy to end this. <laughs> and he's just like, wait, what does this mean? And she, like, Minnie Driver's character ends on the fact that, because I can't remember her name. Minnie she Driver's character ends on the fact that. And advertised, like, one of the Yeah. yeah. Like, I, both- I know. Yeah. Yep. I looked that up. I was like, why is Minnie Driver in this? Like, why is she barely in this? Yeah. But she she ends it with saying, like, this is to remind the elves, like, where they came from. I'm like, oh, that's why the show was made. So I feel yeah. like they're point was very I think they like pigeonholed themselves Correct. by focusing on this and that's why they get into the lore and get deeper because mm-hmm. they're like oh this is like an Elf Rally show so it's like yeah. okay so that's their intention with the show what was the blonde, yeah. blonde girl name um, um, in the beginning uh, it, it oh, uh, uh, Ethel, uh, which blonde girl the mage or the prince? the young one uh, the one that has the, the little girl I can never pronounce that name oh that girl so she's super important yes. <laughs> she's actually a character the seer, right? Yeah. The, 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 yeah. yeah. The well, prophecy. No, no, no. The, the, yeah. The, uh, Italy, yeah. Someone? I can't read them. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. That, like, I sees can. the prophecy, right. essentially. Which, yeah. Super important. And she's actually a lore yeah. character. Like, an actual, that's how she's actually mentioning the book. Oh, she yes. is? Okay. She okay. basically has incredibly powerful uh, prophetic visions. And she sees the end of the world, essentially. Right. So, but uh, seeing basically the continent or this world engulfed in what is known as uh, in their world as ice age, literally the whole world mm-hmm. covered in glaciers and ice, killing all the humans, and all you have left is elves, and not just uh-huh. any elves, specifically those of elven oh. blood, 
Ah. It ties into Siri. Okay. Uh, yeah, because Siri's elder blood keeps being brought up in season two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what I was mm-hmm. thinking happened is like for them to get through season three, they needed the lore, but they couldn't just do that's it as exposition. That the way that they yeah. did um, in season two, like like the, they did mention the conversion convergence of spheres and the um, the wild hunt, and there's also like the story of uh, like the elf who falls in love with the with the male the man the human. Sorry, <laughs> it's a called Laura, yeah, yeah. Laura Doran. And yeah, she's yeah, a yeah Laura Doran. Exactly, Ale kind of equivalent because of the baby she has. Is magical, because, yeah, all yeah. That. And is that the ancestors? Yeah, she's the ancestors, right? Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, and I, I will yeah. say this because, like, I was I was rewatching season one, like right after I finished this, and it's like I think the season one did a really good job. And JJ, you can like add more because you're you know you have more knowledge about the book series and the show. I'm sorry, in the video game, but like I think the first season did a really good job establishing characters. Mm-hmm. But season two had like so much to do with establishing lore right. and trying to get into the prophecy in the future. That they were like, okay, we need a prequel series of lore. So the story did suffer in season two. It's a yeah, because I was really confused with like everything that they were adding. Because like they did the time jumps and then they did the elves like history, but like without even establishing it. And then they did the prophecy stuff. So I was like, I think they had to a lot of like connections to make, and that's mm-hmm. what the prequels this was for. So yeah, <laughs> I think this that's was like I'm a assuming. catalyst, or yeah, like this was like. Yes. Like you said, like before, a season, season, before three. season three, because so they can get yeah. right into the action and everything. I mean, even yeah. even this show, like we get, it's in the middle of a battle that Yaskier is in the middle of. Which, yeah, what, right? do we know what battle that was? I was so confused by no. that. I was like, I don't think I know what's going on when the show started. No, <laughs> I, it's been a while. I mean, I'll I'm be honest with you guys, since I watched Witcher series, like I wasn't a huge fan of it. Like I'm not a fan, <laughs> fan of Henry Cavill and fantasy. It just does not sell it to me. That's just me. my personal feelings. That are very strong about it but i'm trying to temper them <laughs> so i can enjoy <laughs> i'll admit i've only ever liked him in witcher i don't care for him otherwise right. so i was just like yeah like he's just he is he's okay he's yeah. fine i liked him season <laughs> one way better than season two yeah. and it's because i didn't think yeah. the, i didn't think the whole him and yennefer thing was was that important or big i was like oh this is just gonna be a fling in season one and it's, we'll get it over it, with there's yeah. no chemistry there whatever who cares but like I, yeah. and then season two she's back and i'm like wait a minute they're like a whole thing <laughs> and that's was a lot yeah, yeah. this yeah. grand couple like they're very like casual and like when i was watching uh my husband played the video games because i do that sometimes when he's doing that they were just have a fling once in a while they need to have fun that's the extent of it it's not like a great mm-hmm. love of my life bane of my no it's just yeah that they had. and according to the guy i was seeing whenever i saw the picture <laughs> he told me that Jennifer doesn't come in until the second season so uh, i'm like oh okay because <laughs> like there's a it's a series right the witcher video yeah. game is a series right. so i think she comes into the second, second thing yeah. like the second series mm-hmm. second season i don't know what video games are called i don't know video game words but like yeah um imagine <laughs> the second video game she comes in <laughs> second generation Sequel? Yeah. Yeah. season two of the video game yeah. i will say important character <laughs> In this yeah. entire universe, yeah. she is like super magical. Like I think of her as like those prophesized Targaryens with their magical blood that saves the yeah. Yeah. yeah the equivalent. And I feel like the I think the main mage of this season I can't remember Baylor? his name. Bad guy, yeah, Baylor? him Baylor. Baylor, thank you. Yeah, like with his chaos magic, yeah. I'm like, is that like a tie into Yennefer? Because I'm just like chaos magic was brought up with her, but like I, yeah, because. Yeah, 
Ma- ma- I didn't know mages were a thing back then, so I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. there's a tie with elfish power. I don't know. Yeah. A big I will say, yeah. <laughs> um, to me, Fjall, even though like we got to see him as the witcher for so such little time, <laughs> he felt more like a witcher to me. Like, I don't know, in terms yeah. of what I think like, to a witcher I is agree. supposed to be like, like there's that like yeah. intensity and almost like feralness to him when he let his eyes go dark that word. like... I didn't know that I was missing from Henry Cavill until I saw Fjall. <laughs> Good word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, a little more. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a different energy about this the yeah. character because he just there yeah. is that like loss yeah. of control yeah. almost turns into like a beast. Like, yeah. And I feel like they did that because like it's the origin story of the witches, yeah. so it's very like you know um, bare bones. Yeah. Very like okay, this is like the. It was like the first type, like first, you know, um, edition of the Witcher. They're going to be a little rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. But even when his first scene, like the scene with the princess, like he says the F word. And I know that like the F word is like, you know, Gerald's like big thing. <laughs> he, that character just sold it better. Yeah. Like it's, his just like demeanor. He's just like, let's get away. Like, let's go on and get it done mm-hmm. with the way he met Elle. Like it just, it, he had the vibe of the Witcher yeah. down pat, even just in his first scenes. Yeah. So it was the instinct. Like, like yeah. just the way yeah. that he like moved with his instinct, like as he was like listening to things or like, you know, yeah. paying attention to certain things, like just mm-hmm. the way that he Agreed. moved felt very much like, oh yeah, I can see him slaying beasts mm-hmm. like because he's yeah. so in tune and he's going to move quick and he's going to like react so quickly just because of how he's moving. Um, yeah. So I, I, that was, that was really enjoyable to and me. You, and, you, and, and you watched <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. And too, like not a human as an elf, like with the ax and all that, like you already, you already yeah. see some of his uh-huh. moves prior to yeah. the magic part, becoming the witcher, which by the way, they changed that you the witchers were created after the convergence so oh. convergence happens okay the universe is sort of huh. split so everything is like sort of coming right. together and then like humans and elves create these schools mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they like basically okay these <laughs> elves or humans through these tests through like uh, mm-hmm. almost like a like human experiments kind of thing to create mm. warriors oh yeah because like monsters. that's what they do in season two they talk yeah, about that yeah, a little yeah. bit in season two yeah, yeah, different schools yeah. Different. so is season two more towards the lore of like the video game in the kind book? of yeah yeah okay. okay i would say so well i wonder if this was like they don't quite count him as a witcher i, I know that like if they're changing the lore maybe the, the way they're getting around not really breaking mm-hmm. it is being like oh he doesn't really count um, but then like now that he's sort of an example, they're trying to recreate that, but with humans and that re- involves a whole different that's possible. set of trials or something maybe, yeah, um, or like this, to, this, to, yeah, onto this, that. make use it as a footnote to other. Yeah. 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 Cause it feels like this is almost like new material essentially 100%. to the existing one. 100%. So yeah, they're trying to like adapt it into what we already have established. Yeah. But well, yeah, that post credit scene. <laughs> Yeah, that was so reveal about I was like, like the reveal about Yaskier. At first, I was like, oh, he's gonna sing the song, and then I sat with it for a second. I'm like, wait, he has elder blood? (laughs) Like what? (laughs) And so, like now I'm curious. I was so confused. (laughs) Now I'm curious. I'm like, what are they? Because Yaskier's always been my favorite character, and I've always been afraid that he's just gonna be a bard and that they're gonna get rid of him. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, okay, well, now that he's he's got elder blood because through you know that whole lineage. What are they going to do with him? Because now the potential for him to get like a, an even yes. bigger role. Because season two, I think maybe not quite half of it, but a good chunk of it, he just wasn't there. Um, and that's why that season he was doing his own thing. Yeah, he was doing his own thing for a while. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I know he's a main, main character in like the video game, so I feel like okay, they're gonna maybe okay. expand on his character. I hope because I, he is my favorite as well. Mm-hmm. So I I hope that they build on this. I'm not gonna lie; like when the first when the show started, I'm like, is this the beginning of the episode? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> I was so confused, and now he's like a big deal. He's elder blood. He's like the bard that's gonna tell the story, and I'm like, yeah. Where does this fit into the world? I know. I just am so confused as to where they are in the Witcher series timeline. And so. we're not yeah. even season three. Will be and we're not even talking sure. about yeah. this confusing part that's going to come after season three. Like, what the heck are they going to do with Henry Cavill and Liam Hemsworth? Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's not even get started on that. Like, like I, that's oh. what's throwing me off. Like, is this going to be a brand yeah. new Witcher? Yeah. Like Geralt dies, That's, maybe goes away. Maybe. Oh, I saw a tweet oh. today. Um, okay, okay, that makes sense. I saw a tweet today, but I haven't verified the source. But it said something along the lines of like, the season three is actually as close to the lore as they've been so far, mm-hmm. and that they're going to give Henry a really like epic send off or something. Okay, okay. like, but uh, I don't know if it's like okay, Henry or Geralt. <laughs> like, wow. who the send off is for? Whether it's like just Henry's Henry playing Geralt or Carol or actually Geralt. You know who's, who's. I would, I would, I would like a head send off to Geralt, but like we'll see what they do with it. Because yeah. like Liam, I'm sure he's a great actor. I'm really happy he's gotten great okay. work. It's just like he's so different yes. than Henry that like it's going to be very obvious that's not the same Geralt. So like yeah. I really hope he transition that in a way that works with the yeah. plot. Yeah. Um, Initially, I was thinking maybe it's a younger. I'm sorry, Liam Hemsworth. Really, my God. I I I, I, yeah. I, I can't even name a project he's done. I can't even see what games is like the only thing. Like that's the only thing I know him of. I haven't seen any of his other stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's that's how it was. Miley Cyrus's husband. For some Hunger Games. Even with Hunger Games, I'm Team Pita, so like I don't even know him. Even well, yeah. I just he didn't have like I don't even remember his role very much from the Hunger Games. I don't think it was bad, but it wasn't like super compelling to me. No, because he's like in the last two. I think Gil is a a legit competition to Peta for Katniss's affections. He's way darker. He's sort of broody. Think of like the tall dark Mm -hmm. and the type and all that. And like Liam Hasler brought, give me nothing. Just give me yeah. And I'm yeah. like, it, that's when I'm mm-hmm. like, who's that? Whoever's cheering for Gail in those movies, like, red flag. I don't yeah. understand it. And I feel like and they I, only kept him in because of what happens to her sister. Yeah. Like, I feel like uh, they, yeah. they, they yeah. would have just written him out entirely if he wasn't so core yeah, to absolutely. what happens to her sister. And <laughs> like, this opportunity for the yeah, casting. Yeah. Freaking Ryan Core is down with House of the Dragon, and he's like lighting up internet. That's. Uh, yeah. Oh, was he in a contender like did was he supposed to be considered because like now i'm heartbroken you know what no i i i, I talked about it at one point and i had somebody mention in one of my comments and then i cried for like about a week because <laughs> 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 i yeah Hemsworth, miley's husband ex-husband whatever like yeah i, I yeah I will, and I will say this about Henry. I know that he's a huge fan of yeah. The Witcher, so he tried really hard. Mm-hmm. And this is why I started liking him, because I'm just like, he's a nerd that liked a video game, that wanted to be his character. He put in his heart and soul. Like, I don't know if Liam will. Like, I don't know if he's played the video game, or he's probably read a book. And, like, I don't think he's going to put that much heart and soul no. into the character. Mm-hmm. So. But even if he, like, yeah, I don't think you sh- 
do you should you read everything that you're doing your character on probably helps but sometimes it's okay to yeah. take a fresher perspective so that way you can kind of play up there more naturally yeah. i get it yeah. but it's just these milk toast it's, it's warm milk on a summer day i mean it's give me nothing like there <laughs> yeah like I, I there's just no like i think of Geralt or the witchers as these like really kind of hard alpha strong types with a lot of personality just curmudgeons and all that and i'm like i'm, I'm just not seeing that I'm just not saying mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And and, yeah. That, and that's why I brought up Henry Cavill's transition because like that's how I felt about Henry when I first heard cuz like yeah. I think in Superman like Man of Steel I was just it was very sterile for me. Not, <laughs> I hate to use that word, but it was that script like Man Yeah. There was potential potential there. Yeah. And like I'm a Smallville fan so like you know watching Man of Steel I was just like uh okay and it's not his fault I would be. So when I heard that he was doing The Witcher and there's like this character I was just like I don't know that much about Henry Cavill's yeah. acting. But seeing the fact that he really put himself in the lore, that he was a fan, yeah. that he committed to the role is how he became Gerald. And that's why everyone loves him in this role. Mm-hmm. So it's like Liam, it's, you really do need to commit when you're like this kind of like a fresh face yeah. actor like Liam is. Because we can't even name a single movie he's yeah. had <laughs> besides the Hunger Games, besides him being a side character. He's, he has to do something to convince us. Yeah, and especially now that we get like another, like, I mean, obviously in season two, we had a bunch of other witchers. And like, I had... Yeah, there was like some that I like liked a little bit more than others. But then with this one, now with Fial, I'm like, there's the, the competition's high. Like the bar is just oh, so yeah, high right oh. now. And I will, I'll admit, Fial, like, to, uh, Fial has my like whole mind, body, and soul. Like that character, for some reason, yeah. like he can captured me. Like I'm now obsessed with this person. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. most like personality, I would say, because he was just exuding so sort of like a charisma throughout. Like he yeah. was, kinda, I think, the most yeah. because of his. Because of his connection to the second villain, would you consider Merlin the second yeah. villain? A, like, arc? oh, true, yeah. true, true. Yeah. So yeah. That, that could maybe make a little bit more. Um, they're giving him more on on that end for us as the audience to connect to. While the other characters, just like mm-hmm. bits and pieces of exposition, like you made Ayla's sister, but she's killed off within five minutes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. And then Ayla's like, so oh, no, I was, I was so shocked. I was mad. I was, I was actually mad. angry about that. Came out mm-hmm. of nowhere, like, and I was yep. like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I thought, <laughs> and I, I, on that point, I will say, like, the whole beginning was too rushed because, like, I know that Ayla was like out for vengeance, trying to redeem her family, but it's just like we didn't even know your family. Like, we only knew of your stories. Yeah. That was like first ten minutes of the like the first series. So, like, I really wish they slowed that down. Yeah, because I wanted to feel that connection of like who they're avenging. Yeah, because this whole idea, like, we have to kill the empress. She like turned her back and betrayed us. I'm like, well, who did she betray? Yeah, <laughs> I want to know more about those people. Yeah. Because the, the actors do a really great job. Go ahead, JJ. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> because later on, you learn that these um, these clans, like your uh, the the dog, the raven, wolf, or whatever they have, they are big serpent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghost. they're basically like an enforcers of like the rulers' commands, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and they could be like really bad to the actual small folks, to the regular people. Mm-hmm. There's your conflict right there. It's like yeah. being in, a, being yeah, in, in, the, in these one. clans mm-hmm. that protect the, 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 the rich families, the emperors yeah. and queens and all that, but then you have the small folks suffering. Like, that, that's mm-hmm. your conflict right there. Like, just work with that. But they were trying to insert so many different things. And I mm-hmm. had a hard time paying attention to everything, and it, you end up not caring as much as you should be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm being harsh or not. Like, yeah, Ayla's line where she's like, uh, like, uh, as she was traveling, when she finally meets the princess and she's like, part of me wonders whether you were right. 
like to, to slaughter all the clans like that caught me really off guard mm -hmm. the one thing that the actors did really well is actually like emulate or, or like show like the hurt and the connection with mm -hmm. their own clans and so even though we didn't really get to like meet the clans and, and you know sit with them for a little bit you could still feel like the loss and the pain mm -hmm. so like yeah I think the acting like was really really well done Agreed. in this series Agreed. and that like really saved kind of the gaps in I mean I, th I thought the storytelling was good and they did they did kind of expand a little bit too far but then they were still able to like resolve all of the storylines but I wish there was like a, at least two more episodes to like really, really dive in. I, I think it was yeah. supposed to be six episodes. I think it was supposed Literally. to be six yeah. yeah, I don't know why they shortened it. I'm not sure. Well, that's but, a disservice um, to the show then. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I agree, mm -hmm. the acting was phenomenal because yeah. they sold me. I loved the seven. They I, they were compelling. Yes. They, to me, felt completely. Like, though I wish I had more time with Syndrome, like Zachariah and Paladin, mm -hmm. even. Because like, they were just characters that came that had like this rich story. Yeah. We didn't get any time with them compared to no. like, yeah. Shadow's character. And LA and um, um, Fial completely yeah. sold their connection to their family but it's just like it would have been mm -hmm. nice to see that more like i would have exactly. just loved more like it's like we said before we're selfish we want more time with these Correct. people because like yeah we like them so i think yeah. they had enough to have more two more episodes easily mm -hmm. so honestly even brother death who i thought was like the least um fleshed out character was still pretty fleshed out yeah, like we got to we got to see like he talked about his past so it was like exposition as to like who he was in the past so you kind mm -hmm. of got an idea of that and you cut kind of got an idea of that through Fiala as well and his fierceness but then he was so different like he was like a big softy person yeah. <laughs> like when you see him he was so kind and so gentle um and like I was kind of, I was glad that we had like those different like characters and even though we didn't really get a chance to like sit with all of them I felt like right. we knew enough or we knew yeah we knew enough about each of the characters for mm -hmm. the story that they were trying to tell I just yeah. wish there was more I, I kind yeah. of wonder it would be nice to have more yeah, yeah. yeah. now I wonder if like uh, future seasons of which are going to sort of name drops on these characters like sprinkle them in yeah an easter yeah. egg well i mean anybody to watch yes you're supposed to tell a story about that yeah. so they better. That's yeah that's true yeah um, and speaking of season three do we want to talk about some of the parallels that we saw in this in this show in blood origin to what we've seen in the witcher in the past um, I, I, I made quite a few like parallels and connections between okay, characters yeah. and storylines. Yeah, it's been a while since I've read yeah, for it. My memory is not as. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had to no go back and. Yeah, I just know that like, I was expecting time jumps because I know that in season one, I was like, time jump, time jump. And I was yeah. like, expecting time jumps in this. So it was like, I appreciate the fact that they changed their storytelling in this one mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it kind of made yeah. it into like. And I think it made the whole short objective of the story more focused because like okay this is the origin of the witcher this is how seven people came together mm -hmm. and how like the convergence happened mm -hmm. so like yep. the lack of time jumps the like very coherent straightforward story made sense mm -hmm. it, was very, it was a nice like difference compared to the witcher um yeah I'll I see. actually enjoyed I may be one of the few people that enjoyed the time jumps in season oh, I one. Love the time jumps. Like, I yeah. love the time okay. jumps. Okay, you did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hating on the time jumps. I love yeah. time jumps. But like it's like, oh, it's different. It's fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's why season two felt like fell a little bit flat for me because I didn't quite get enough of the lore. And then the story itself yeah. like was progressing a little too slow without getting all the answers. Um but some of the, the parallels that I that I saw was what's happening what the elves uh, in, in Witcher season two, what's happening to the elves at the hands of humans is essentially what the elves did to the dwarves. 
Mm. in in blood origin, right? And Mm -hmm. we get some of that, again, through exposition (laughs) uh, from Meldorf Mm -hmm. uh, of like what they had done to the dwarves, but then even like how the dwarves operated differently. And interestingly enough, the elves now in season two of The Witcher are all about like, you know, you know, reconnecting with the land and like, you know, being, and they were the ones like living off the land, which like they were the ones that deviated away from that. Um, mm-hmm. The other the other parallel that I saw was Yeskier with um, Ayla, yes. the lark. The, yeah, the two I of them that. being yeah, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, which I thought, like, after we, we got the reveal at the end, I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. But both of them also being, like, reluctant and, like, to, you know, being pulled into big storylines and being, like, reluctant to do so. Um, so that was, like, a couple other ones. Do we want to start talking about, like, diversity and some of the, like, really important like parallels yeah. to the real world that we and saw in the show? This actually like works with what you said with the dwarfs um, parallel. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. say that like, I think it's really interesting that the themes of like colonization, like kind of like went, yes. cause like, it's cause I, whenever I first watched the Witcher, I'm just like, okay, the elves were the people that owned the land. The humans came and they took over. Then the elves did that. So I'm just like, it's like this constant cycle of colonization that happens in this world. And I just thought it was like, yeah. it's very interesting. Like you don't see that happen twice back to back in like shows mm-hmm. and especially like fantasy shows. Like mm-hmm. usually there's like one, so I, I don't know, that just like a very interesting theory that they added the dwarf floor because I don't think I've heard the dwarf floor in Witcher. I didn't even far. know there was dwarf. I didn't even yeah, know there was dwarves. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that they added that character because we talked about this earlier. Uh, Maldoff was my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> she yes. stole the show. I've never seen this actress before, but I want to follow her career because she has like the charisma of Peter Dinklage. Yes. And she just, oh my God. And her like relationship with her hammer, which yeah. is so adorable. Yes. Gwen. Gwen. Oh yes. my God. It, it was every, I think she stole the show for me every oh, time yeah. she was on screen. I loved her. Yeah. She was my favorite easily. I would yeah. say Fial and her had like the most like just personality oozing out of those characters. Yes. So mm-hmm. plus, when she's uh, she enters the house and you hear like like sometimes not <laughs> oh, no, it's also good, like yeah. for a moment like let me see it but also I don't not a huge yeah. fan of blood and gore like and guts being spilled in front of me I get very I, I don't like it but you can imagine her in that house behind the yeah. she was so cute <laughs> yeah. and then the last guy flies at the window <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then her next scene with the head where like she's painting with blood it was so so like I knew immediately Immediately, I was like, yeah. she killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved how she did that because, like, there's two other scenes that that remind me of, like Hannibal and an actually interview with the vampire. This they actually did this too, where like, oh, spoilers for interview with the vampire, but like Claudia, one of the characters, <laughs> she writes with blood, mm-hmm. and like she does it, and like she gave me Claudia vibes. So she's like, it's blood and gore, but in such an artistic way. Yeah. So I love that the show approached this very like violent scene, but in a very beautiful way that she's painting with it so it's all and she's like mm-hmm. telling her backstory so it's like you know a gruesome scene happened she just like yes. did something to someone but she's just painting and it's, it's a very like good way to like establish the fact that something bad happened something bloody happened mm-hmm. but we're not going to show it in that gory sense we're going to show it in another way so i really like yeah. very storytelling yeah very yes. yeah you you leave it to your audience's imagination you trust your audience exactly you understand what's going on like not everything has to be yeah. out or shown to you mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. I, I was actually surprised with. Don't get me wrong. There was blood and there was like stabbing and all that, but it still wasn't as gory as I thought it would yes. be. Yeah, it really yeah. Really turned it down. Like even when you see Fial stabbing stabbing people with his axe, you yeah. don't actually see the stabbing portion. You don't see the contact. It's just blood spatters spatters on the screen, and that's what mm-hmm. sort of happens. Like everything was very much toned 
down, which I, I yeah, like. They approached it in a really very like yeah. um, artistic way, I think. Like they gave yeah. the um, audience a lot of credit to understand what's going on. Correct. A lot yeah. of these fantasies can often feel really a little too dark or too violent, and I always appreciate mm-hmm. when it's kind of toned down, which is... Agreed. <laughs> Like, I mean, obviously Game of Thrones is super violent, a lot of taboo themes in it too. So it's for, for me, it's very nice to sort of like watch something that tones down the violence, but suggests a lot of violence, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. there's another, I read yeah, there's another great scene and it's a different thing. I don't know how you guys yeah. consume fiction, but if I'm reading Game of Thrones book and there's something horrific happening, because it is on almost every page, but if I see yeah. it, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagination no, is different than like someone else's imagination, right? So like whenever yeah. they visualize it in a way that you wouldn't, it's like, oh, uh, it's it's a little jarring. So right. I understand that. Yeah. You could go mm-hmm. so another scene that was also great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting. Um <laughs> the other scene that, that also like did that where they like suggested the violence was when um when Ski and Michelle Yo, she like makes a way, like she opens the door for them. So she like she gets into the castle after they like betray yes. <laughs> Fial, right? After she hands him in. Yeah. And then she like goes through like a whole bunch of guards to like finally yes. open the door for them that, that they couldn't get open. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Meldoff mm-hmm. is like, red looks good on you. <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> it's like that was so good. And, yeah. and to your point about like the the toning down of the violence, mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize this until right now as I was thinking about it. But the part where um, where Fial rips the other like the other guy in half, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Name, um, oh, the, yeah the, like the guy who like one of the archers. Yeah, um, wait, big, I can get his name. Uh, big, it, it, I remember his nickname, but I can't say that on here. Usrak. Usrak or Usrak? Um, yeah. But yeah, when he like rips him in half, I like audibly like moved back and like was like that was so graphic. <laughs> that, that was like yeah, yeah. It was funny because he literally just destroyed a monster. Like he literally threw a sword in the middle of the monster's head. But that yeah. happened, and that was yeah. Like and it was because he's just like walking around and he's like you know talking and you know being lighthearted, and all of a sudden just rips him. Anyways. <laughs> The hardest, like, as far as, like, most graphic moment was when uh, Fial uh, uh, ripped uh, Brother Death's half of his face. They showed it. (gasps) They they zoomed in, too. They zoomed it in. Like, that that took me out because everything else up at the Bell Point, all the the smashing and the hammer and the the axe and the sword play Mm -hmm. was very, like, yeah, you see blood, you see people dying, but it's still not, like, grossing me out. That one actually kind of... The one of these, but yeah. he died. And I was like, Me too. Yeah, I was, so, I, too. I was so heartbroken. Dude, I was like, oh. especially because like that he was a love interest of yes. um, syndrome. So yeah, I was like, oh, he's done. He's done. No, yeah. I was like, no. yeah. And then you see him later I, yeah. on, and he's got scars. Yeah. And he's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She but lost I think her brother, it, so it made sense that you know she kept her lover. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I think it does make sense that they like didn't have that much gore and then when it came to him losing control yeah that's when they show it oh, just to like yeah. really kind of show that contrast that and to, to show like the need for killing him at that point right yeah. like it's like it's not just you know that he's you know lost, and, lost control or whatever it's like he's an actual monster at this point yeah. and, and this like look what, at what he's just done and, and this is why like going back to our point that before of like we need more episodes like literally that is the moment where I'm like well how did they change the witcher potion for it to be like a tamed monster like if that was the first witcher then what happened <laughs> that, like, yeah. the witchers were controllable like oh I feel like they just set up this great story off the show I, I would have yeah. loved to see the transition. I, I hope they yeah I hope they do like explore it later on and, and we get more of that mm-hmm. um 
because like they did set up like with Yaskir and with the I don't I can't find his name the guy who like time travels like um, to where Siri oh, was at the know. very first episode I like went back and rewatched that episode to see if we see yeah, anyone in too. that scene you don't, when you she don't. turns and you don't yeah um he had a really long name and he went by like Awar or something like that um yeah this gets me very hyped for season three I will say that yeah, like, yeah I'm very excited for season three after watching this I wasn't as excited I was actually really I was excited little for warm season- I'll be honest yeah because yeah. the season yeah. two finale was oh my gosh it was such a cliffhanger but like you know the build-up was just so like i don't know what's going on but this just like helped so i'm very yeah. very excited for season three it, after this to me season two finale of the witcher almost felt like it came not came out of nowhere because they were sort of building up to it a little bit but mm-hmm. not really Too like slowly. it felt yeah. yeah and it felt like they were doing all these other things and then all of a sudden it's like here's the wild hunt and you're like oh okay <laughs> like, thank you wild hunt did you guys see that reference like the oh my god i can't remember his name but the guy that got stuck um, in the other I got world Meriden, yeah, the commander Aaron, yeah the, who was part of Baylor and Marilyn's character that was like yep. putting the t- I was like oh there's a wild hunt guy okay <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that was so good the way they connected like to so many different like important things from season two was so, and even season one like it was so good I thought yeah um the way that they did that mm-hmm. I would say the I did like the, uh, Balor's character. I know he's a bad guy. He's yes. uh, one of the mages. What what I found really jarring is just the way he murdered his companion. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the, yeah. the who the deaf actress is. That which character? Fenric. Is. is that her name? The character's name was Fenric. Fenric. Okay. Yeah. I, she's a mage as well, right? She. Like, I think is, like, she was his apprentice. Mage. Apprentice or oh, something. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even though, like I said, the, the show did not explore enough enough of uh, relationship dynamics for you to like sort of get fully invested. But like I almost felt like there was some sort of a, a deeper connection there. And all of a yeah. sudden, and I was like, yeah. wait yeah. a minute! Like I know he's a bad guy and all of that, but like the way he stuck up for her too, like they seem to have like a thing too, yeah. where they're like, uh, and, yeah. And the way and, she backtalk, bad, bad mouths, um, Merwin. It was a very like father daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's whenever, even, like, and even whenever I think like, I, also, I don't know who the go- the magic lady was that he was talking to, like the voice that was in the other land. Yeah, I don't understand don't really. that. Like, I don't understand the source of the magic, but she's like, "Oh, you have to lose something that's close to you, or that's within that, that's- you." And and that and that was yeah. her. I was just like, "Okay, so there's like a deeper relationship," mm-hmm. and you could kind of tell because of like how they were. And then I knew that she was gonna. I knew he was gonna do it, but like I still yeah. wasn't ready. Yeah. Was like, oh. it was it was a Thanos Gamora moment. It was like for yes, you to exactly. sacrifice. It felt very good, yeah. Yeah. which mm-hmm. tells me he cared like it's not just like yes. a blank villain of just like oh i'm a bad guy i want to take over the world obviously there's like feelings and a connection there so that was and they sprinkled the, all these little things things that yeah. you know what I mean? like, <laughs> so this was something that like i noticed between because like this is a world where it's like the elven golden times but there's like a lowborn and a highborn yeah. situation and he was of lowborn so there's clearly this like class like a um, dynamic mm-hmm. and there's like the 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 monarchy that's like over like arching in all of this. So it's like, there's all these like levels of like, um, what's the word? Um, complexities within this yeah. like universe. So I'm just like, you could have established it, understood it more. We could have gotten into like the low born, high born more because like he was talking about how no one's going to ever respect him because he's low born. And I was mm-hmm. just like, well, we can let us get into that more. Like that was a yeah. very good like um, conflict that they could have easily established. Easy. Even in the first episode and then like yeah. kind of did what they did in first 
I think the stuff that they have in the first episode, they could probably done in the second one and establish mm-hmm. like the conflict elitism class dynamic in the first episode. And I would have been happy yeah. with that as well. And yeah. Was, and the not, clan structure and everything correct. as well. Like, I was just gonna say that, like all those tears. Mm-hmm. Because again, when you have like the fiao uh, betraying whatever the clan rule is, so messing around yeah. with the princess, obviously that that should like cost you your head in any other world. But like, oh, they they don't want to admit to their wrongs. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to admit to what she did. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, we'll just banish you. It's sort of like it reminded mm-hmm. me of the King's Guard within the A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, I was thinking for the Yeah, like that. Yeah. Will, like you can lose your head for stuff like that. So there's just. Mm-hmm. I feel like the four episodes that we've gotten, it was a lot going on, and they like dangle like a little carrot in front of you to go jump at it, and then they pull it from yeah. you. Like, yeah, it was just so many. Like you said there's classism, there's elitism, there's highborn, lowborn. What does that mean? Yeah, dwarves, mm-hmm. elves, humans are now uh, uh, jumping yes. into the world. Um, structure within clans. The monoliths too. Like yeah, that's yeah. still like a huge question to me. Right. Like, yeah. and you know, the, the dwarves buried it in order to like have fertile land, but it's oh, like, yeah. well, why, why did that do that? And then like, who yeah. created these monoliths? Cause then I was like, when they were raising it, I'm like, oh, so they create, they made it. And then they like, you know, they're just lifting it up. Just like, you know, ancient Egyptians carved oh, out obelisks that and then they so look at it up. And but that's, that's what caused their beforehand. So when you yeah, think so about it, Huge. Yeah. And that's what like led to the monsters, like the the beasts coming in. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, so why would the dwarfs make that? Like I needed more. I had I was yeah. so confused at that moment. But the thing is, I, I'm not even sure that the dwarves made it. They only like all Meldolf said that they did was bury them. So I don't know if they made it and buried them or they just buried them. Um, and then, you know, the elves took them out and then resurrected them. And it's like, and how does this technology work? Like, where's the ma- like how does that magic work? Like I wanted to see more of like, um, what's his name? Sindril's work yes. with the monoliths and yeah. like what he discovered and how is it that he's discovering it? Is it because like that knowledge was lost or this is like alien knowledge or right. something that's mm-hmm. been there since the beginning of time. Yeah. And then he's just discovering what it is just like in yeah. season two, didn't really know what it was um, until, uh, oh, I forget who, what, what his name is. Um, Jennifer's other love interest. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Until he started like experimenting and working with them. Yeah. yeah, but for him, it's like it's lost knowledge that you know yeah. existed, and then he's rediscovering it. And then and it's like, is that the same thing with Balor, or did it? You know. And I was thinking yeah. about that because I feel like the Witcher's universe is still like building because like you know this was like a building so i'm just like maybe because like i was like thinking but i'm like i don't even know how magic works in this universe (laughs) there's elves and they have elf magic there's mages and they have chaos magic and then there's dwarfs and they have magic like so i don't know where magic started so like i feel like i'm still trying to figure it out that was my biggest (laughs) issue with the witcher world on Netflix in general like for believable Mm -hmm. fantasy you have to set up the world from the get-go like yeah that's gonna be a little bit of exposition and all that i get it i understand it i don't have a problem with it most fantasy requires some exposition they sort of just like <laughs> throw in little bits and pieces here and there and then we end up all confused how does this yeah, all yeah. work was the mon like you said monolith why would elves create the monolith that could potentially yeah. tear the universe apart and destroy their own world to bring yeah. in other monsters and humans that uh, yeah no it gets it gets a convoluted and yeah. of worlds what other worlds like you're telling me there's a world just of humans there's a world just of el- like elves there's a world just of beasts like what <laughs> like, yeah like with the spheres yeah, and then like, like what about them what, what happens yeah. there yeah. And now <laughs> tell me everything so many questions so many questions <laughs> I asked, uh, um, my house i'm like how does this work in a book this convergence what's the actual yeah. language like it just says it happened 
It was a cataclysmic. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. At least yeah. we got to see some cool, like you know, CGI of, of like yeah. I was I was. It was well, well I, I love that. I really love that. So well done. It was very well done. It looked really really cool as hell. Like the the world splitting yeah. out in the sky. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say also that the wide shots, like the green yes. greenery and the landscape, mm-hmm. very Lord Lord of the Ringsy and sort of music. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah. Every time they expanded, I loved the, it. The journey itself, especially with Fiat. Yeah. Fialin, yeah. Ayla, oh. it, was, it, it was shot very well. Like I would say like the costumes yes. was like one of my favorite things. I think like the whole world building aside from like the storyline, like it was very well built, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, we just need some, like, we have a lot of pockets of information that we need, but they did a very beautiful, <laughs> the aesthetic was wonderful. Yeah. And, and the costumes, um, Merwin's costumes, I kept oh like God, every single time I was like admiring. I'm like, how, what, what does it look like? Not that I sew and not that I know anything about like <laughs> clothing or whatever, but I'm like, it just looks so good. Every single outfit she wore, it was so good. She was giving Clone Wars Padme. Like I was just like, that, that one outfit where she's like, it's like her Empress outfit whenever she comes out and she like, this like the little flappy thing. It reminds me yeah. of like Padme's one outfit where she's like backless and her anime. <laughs> The Anakin talking about sand scene it's like that yep. outfit it gave me that I'm just like this is Padme's like outfit somewhere so <laughs> and you know what I, I would really appreciate I don't I'm not a fan of Merwin but I love her closet I will say that and her makeup artist mm. all of I'm not a fan of hers Oh, go ahead. I was going to say all mm. of her dresses, every single one of them were uh, couture designed by a Dutch fashion designer, Iris van Harpen. Oh, I recognize okay. it immediately. I used to be really into like high fashion, like history and reading and looking at the patterns. I recognized yeah. Iris van Harpen immediately. Okay. All of the costumes. Wow. Yeah, because it was very, very like eclectic. It was very different. Yeah. So I really appreciated it. I and loved it. And I yeah. will say finally, like with the fantasy world giving us something, something like elaborate something like glamour yeah. something and then and it makes sense that the high fantasy world would have like like a high class fat like um high, yes. high elite fashion from the day yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, also a fantasy, I'm also a fashion nerd so i'm just like yeah that would make sense that would exist in high fantasy especially like yeah. the Game universe they did it well with the fashion so i'm just like it, it there's room for it um, yeah, then, she, the way she built it up with her hair, yes. and, like the makeup, yes. just, gorgeous. Everything yes. head to toe worked for her. Yeah, the um, the, it, look, um, the makeup and the in uh, the armor as well with the with the, the armor, beautiful yeah. and the, and the yeah. perfection. Mm-hmm. Not a ten because in like to me, it's always been like a negative point. And like at least in the Song of Ice and Fire world, they want to make the show look so serious, so they're gonna drain mm-hmm. the color out of it. And when like in the yeah. book, everything is so explicitly. And detail described in such a detail rich velvets and purples and reds these dragons are cobalt blue and emerald green everything which is makes sense for like rich elite colors because yeah. in history, that's what you see you see violets you see purples so like yes. royal blues so i just I yeah. appreciated that aspect like fantasy give yeah. me something give me color my god yeah. it's color and even yeah. with the makeup, it was so over the top and indulgent. And like, I loved that. It, it was like, unique. It was, to be. Yeah. yeah. And it's unique. It's not like just, you know, makeup that we see in everyday life here with like a little bit of a twist. It's like, it's, it's very different. And like the gold leaf that they used and everything, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I don't it know if you guys so much sense for the high fantasy dystopian yes. narrative. Correct. Completely. Yeah. So, and yeah. the fact that she's so removed from everything else, like she's That's, like, yeah, you know, the, the princess in the middle of the tower, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and like yeah. completely like separate from everyone else. I found, um, her, I found if you guys sound sad. Uh, it's just 
the, what yeah. she was willing to sacrifice to sort of not be a puppet or a, or yeah. a meat puppet in her case, because her brother was going to trade her off to be somebody's yeah. wife. And then she goes through this violent coup in order for another villain to place her as a basically a, a, a yeah. puppet. A puppet. Yeah. It's a sad story. And, yeah. and again, I, I don't want to say the, my least favorite character, but I'm like, what is her purpose still? Like, what is her... And I think if yeah. they had more time with her, if they had more episodes, we could have gotten, like, a richer story. Because I do feel like she had this, like, her... She had a need to have a purpose. Like, she yes. read history. She thought... She saw herself... She, she almost gave me, like, this, like, delusional person who was just like, I am the next prophecy. Like, yes. I am this person. Yes. yes. I would have loved if they would have, like, leaned into her being a little... Because, like, even, like, um, they all said at the end, like, you're demented. I'm just, like, I would have loved if they leaned into it more. And I think they could have yeah. had more time. They could have gotten – because like, even her, like, handmaiden was just, like, do you think you're the reincarnate of this no, person? No. And she yes. goes, not yet. And I'm just, like, lean into this. This is this is a good yeah. villain story. But they didn't go wholeheartedly into it. So they, and we don't even get that story. story. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. She could have been a great villain. She could have yeah. been a great villain. Yeah. But they just like kept her too lukewarm, in my opinion, for her to yeah, like lukewarm. Be- and they were leaning into a love triangle, and for like a uh, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. Like, Please don't mm-hmm. go there. This is the, the, no, 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 no. Like leave we want chaos with her. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying, like, oh no, they're doing the love triangle thing. They're making the conflict between her and Ayla, Ayla and Fial sort of being. Oh yeah. no, 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 yeah. No, <sighs> and like she could have been so much better as just like just yeah. lean into the villain arc, but where she thinks that she's justified. I feel like yeah, like you said, it was a little lukewarm and it was kind of straddling both sides where mm. like they did have her like feel like a helpless princess that was like making all these bold moves and like that surprised me a little bit and I was like I'm glad that that there were some bold moves being made but then also I'm like she just seems so frail yeah <laughs> and, and so and, like and had, weak I, right yeah. and I just like something was like book smart or something <laughs> um Character but she did have some good instincts. The character yeah. inconsistency was very strong with her. That's why I mean, yeah, because yeah. I love villains. You guys know that. Like I talk about it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lean into it. There's no problem. Just yeah, like you said, lean and, into it. And, and it's okay for her to have. Sorry, I was as someone who loves villains. I saw a lot of potential in her villain origin story, yes. but yep. like yep. I just I felt like a they had so much to do in four episodes. So if they had like six episodes, they could have had her gone from frail princess to scorn lover to create complete villain. Mm-hmm. In those six episodes, but they didn't. Like she could have been delusional with her love too. Like it just they yeah. have the potential. But can you imagine yeah. the time? <laughs> if at some point she realizes, so I did all of these atrocities to not be a meat puppet, but I'm also a puppet again. And that, yeah. like, I never see like, the she's smart. having that realization. She, it could have been like the complete 180 for her, and, yeah. right? So that when she's making moves, like how are you going to go against a chaos magic? Uh, Balor, like how are you gonna yeah. find you're not like what is the yeah. point here what are you trying to do here install yourself as a god empress of this continent like you can't mm-hmm. because you have another yeah. villain that's way overpowered you know what mm-hmm. i mean the sort of the the arc villain at the end i was just mm-hmm. very confused by her placement in the story yeah, so, yeah. it's almost like, I feel like what they were trying to do right yeah at mm-hmm. the end what is Ailey gonna do Ailey? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Mervyn was her end, end of her narrative. Mm-hmm. That's who she was. Yeah. And that's her villain. Uh, I mean, that's her conflict right there. Yeah. Um, to avenge the clan, to avenge what, all the stuff that they do against the yeah. people on the orders mm-hmm. of these 
uh, monarchs and all that. So yeah. it was a lot of confusing yeah. storytelling, a lot of confusing characterization. So and yeah, they could have cut out half of the cast and just really focused on um, um, like a, a small core group. I think yeah, or give us more episodes. <laughs> yeah, or give us more episodes. Yeah, give us more time. Yeah. They could have given us eight episodes. We would have been fine with that. It would have been. Oh yeah, just do a full series. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't. I'm trying not to binge TV as much anymore. I want to really like absorb it. But like I was just yeah. going through this, not even for the show. I just couldn't stop. I'm like, where is this going? Like I want mm-hmm. to see the convergence itself. Like I know that's what's mm-hmm. coming. I want to see it visualized. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was worth it. That that part was yeah. a payoff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with Merwin's character, they were trying to kind of present her as somebody who is out of touch. Mm. Like she thinks she knows and she like she's smart and she like she thinks she knows oh, and she is Lannister. capable of making decisions. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry? Oh, <laughs> that is literally yeah. you just described. Yeah. She could have been she's Cersei just... Lannister. She could have been Cersei Lannister, but they didn't do it. And that's mm-hmm. what makes me mad. That's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm glad she did take the cowardly way out in the end when she was like actually faced yeah. with actual So does Cersei Lannister. Mm-hmm. So it's like it would have worked with her characterization. It, a high fashion Cersei Lannister is like, oh my gosh, Chef's kiss. Like, that is what all I want in <laughs> my life is a high fashion Cersei Lannister. Yes. like I because like because you're right because she even had the whole like I'm going to bring like elf kind into a better realm I'm going to colonize all these worlds so she like was very delusional and just the whole like I'm a meek princess I don't know what I'm doing I'm just like get your get get your story straight like which one are you yeah. so, like, you're right. it's a lack of consistency within her character because she would yeah. go from one scene being like I am the reincarnate of this like old soul and the second being like oh no help me i need a mage so like it's just yeah. it's very it was inconsistent like, sure. how are you going to yeah. do th- what is the plan here what moves are you making mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. what yeah. Yeah. I feel like in general the villains were a little weak yeah. for this like i think like they were they, there was potential like the mage had all the strength he had the chaos um yeah. pack yeah. magic mm-hmm. But we didn't know any backstory of his. Like, I don't yeah, really yeah. None. There was so, no. There was a bit with the exposition of like, oh, him being lowborn and whatever. But it's like mm-hmm. because we didn't really get to see that like conflict, and we didn't even really see like the lowborn elves much either, other than like we just know that they're starving. Yeah. Like you, you mm-hmm. didn't quite see like what would it have taken for him to to have gone from being lowborn to the status that he's in, mm-hmm. um, and then you know why is he continue like why does he want even more power because like he does hit a ceiling right and he can't move up from there um so there is like there's like you you know the the motivation but you don't understand the motivation like it's it's said to you but like it's not really shown Mm -hmm. because you have have four episodes you have what three villains you have seven main (laughs) characters and then you have yeah side (laughs) characters like when you put that yeah. into a perspective, it's a lot to cover it's in a, a four episode yeah. arc. Yeah, well, and this is why we've got our like list of yeah, <laughs> people's <laughs> names because we can't remember them all because there's so many. But yeah. they're like they do. St- the one thing I will say, like that was interesting with Merwin was they had a woman be the catalyst. Well, I mean Baylor as well, but she was mm-hmm. also like the one. If it wasn't for her, I don't think Baylor would have been able to take that step. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of is the reason that all of this like takes place, like the catalyst. Um, and I, agree, which was, like, I, I appreciate the woman heavy, um, main yeah. characters because like, though, like even, um, Fayal is the first witcher, it wouldn't have happened without LA or the Lark, you know, the, no. the Lark yes. is the, what the song that was like brought the rebels together. The Empress is like the actual antagonist, like the spearhead that they were going against. Right. Because mm-hmm. I really knew about 
sorry, the major's name, I always blank on it, but like no one really knew his story except for like Zachariah and Cinderella. So like I think yeah. the Empress versus like the Lark was the main story and they're two females. So I appreciate the fact that it was like females were leading the show. Um, yeah. I just wish I had more time with both that's of them. It. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just, yeah. I would It would have been cool to see the first Witcher type be a woman. Yeah, that would yeah, be I was I was yeah. so looking forward to that. It up to be that way too. Yeah. And, and then as soon as she sang and he looked at her, I'm like, there's no way. He's not going to let her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he, this guy's too in love. Yeah. <laughs> I brought the whole idea that Lori, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we did get... The oh, whole that she had to be the one that had the pro- like the child that was a prophecy is like oh uh, that's why she's a woman she has to have a baby like okay yeah. now I get it yeah. <laughs> yeah. now it um, makes sense have <laughs> magic because apparently that's of course of wild. course like, it's a classic trope how did I forget yeah. about that classic <laughs> fantasy trope it's always comes up babies are always a thing Thrones <laughs> does it like um yep. Yeah. They couldn't have yeah. found a random like egg or a flower in the middle of the forest. No. Oh, look, it turned into a human baby. It'll be magic. Or magic. Like they yeah. could have had um, Cinderella and Zakari like yeah. do their magic. <laughs> this is like the funniest thing about high fantasy worlds. Like it's a high fantasy world. There's literally beasts, dragons. There's magic, but babies. Babies <laughs> <laughs> is where it all leads down to. <laughs> like that's the more important thing. Like this is really very like out of touch world, but no. No, no, no. Women's baby plays is still the baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's the issue with the rules. Set up the settings and the powers and the scope right away. Like, what are the rules? If you don't have the rules, yeah. we can joke. Yeah. That's why we joke about yeah. this now because apparently you can create rocks to tear universes. But you, <laughs> you, can't, a baby you can't make a baby. Uh, yeah, you can. A woman has to carry it. She couldn't have been yeah. a first witcher. You can merge beast with man, but you can't just make a baby. <laughs> Literally, out of nothing. Like, no, no, no. God forbid that. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, my gosh. That, that, um, that was one, like, like I said, my, my main, my main issue is too many stories, too many characters and only four episode arc, but I'm like, I was hoping Ayla would be like the first witcher and, yeah, yeah. me too me too yeah. and the fact that it's also played like she's a black character yes like a black woman who's the who's That's the lead yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and the like the one thing i will say um having seen be michelle yo be like the most badass out of everybody in their group because oh, yeah. she beats both fial and isla together so oh, she's no, clearly the theme. most skilled yeah, and yeah. she's an asian woman and an, an asian woman her um well, middle-aged yeah. <laughs> like, i'm not gonna say old because michelle Yeo is ageless yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. but yeah like like so they had you know so much diversity within the main cast um and like you know michelle Yeoh's character being like the main one and, and her being badass and not have age uh be like a deterrent like where it's like oh she's older like whatever it's like no in fact her age gives her experience and like right. more strength and more wisdom and everything like that was a benefit for her her character I really yeah I do appreciate the fact like the diversity just works so well with the universe like there was queer representation there was disabled yeah. representation mm-hmm. there was people of color women mm-hmm. in like any position like and there, there, there's no like backdrop to that there wasn't like a woman what are you doing here there was like no yeah. just a woman warrior makes sense yeah. um any a, a person of color as a warrior or a person of color as like a highborn makes yeah. sense 
a disabled mage makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, it was, no one was just like ever, like it was only lowborn, highborn or like elf versus mm-hmm. dwarf, but there was no, the rest of that diversity that they just like had constantly like sprinkled in. Cause they're like South Asian characters, Asian characters, black characters, yep. like so many people, it just all made sense. Like I think at one point, yeah. um, any clan could be any race. Like it just all, and they, any gender, it just all seamlessly worked and they all were all coexisting. Mm-hmm. So that was what the show did well. I will appreciate oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't put question marks. It doesn't like make other characters question like why are you? Why you? like you know what I mean? Everything yeah. is very like organic, very natural. Like mm-hmm. you you felt like these characters belong because that's mm-hmm. the scope of the world and it totally made sense. It was very seamless. Like it wasn't trying to slap you in the face with it, but didn't try to like put it like you know what I mean? Like uh, wave a flag in front of your face. Like it was just it was so organic. I really enjoyed yeah. it. It just and again I go back to like I want more of that. That's what yeah. it suffers because yeah. it's only four episode arc because there's just so mm-hmm. many cool characters, diverse characters. And like you said, a lot of the catalyst is placed on women. There's mm-hmm. that complex, they are, you know, them being in, in these positions of power. So just was hoping mm-hmm. for more at the end of the day. I, yeah. I hope the Witcher series runs with it because I, I do remember in yes. season two, Agreed. Siri was the one that was like being trained as a Witcher. I mm-hmm. almost actually thought that she would take Gerald's place. I don't know how that works with the series, mm-hmm. but like, I, that's why I was like, okay, she's being trained as to grow up to be a witcher. She's aging for sure. So like mm-hmm. by season three, she's probably going to be like a grown woman ready to fight her own battles. So I hope they lean into like her being more of a warrior because they've been training it. I, Yennefer is definitely a warrior. So yeah. I'm hoping yeah. this is a sign that they're going and leading into this in the future season of the Witcher. They definitely, well. like at least in the video games, like I think there's three major one. Don't hold me to that. Um, she does mm-hmm. age and you can see the progression from like younger, mm-hmm. her connection with Geralt. And then she's a grown mm-hmm. a grown woman in the, in the last game and quite a bit of okay. a badass and super important because her blood is tied yeah. to this prophecy about the yeah. world ending and ice age or something like that. So mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. is the character of the story. Yeah. Right. And right. They're trying yeah. to push Geralt as the main character, him and Yennefer, which they're literally just supplementing her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the guardians. They're oh, like just they're, there. They're guiding yeah. her like that. She yeah. is the story. So in the grand yeah. scheme of things, so I'm hoping that the focus like especially after Henry leaves, because it's going to cause mm-hmm. a lot of a rift in the fandom. I have a feeling with the fans because mm-hmm. he's a fan favorite for this role. So if this shit yeah. about the series, I think it's going to ease off some of that blow yeah. when he leaves. So yeah, um, but I do yeah, and I feel like the world for being very like women power heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not yeah. in a way that's patronizing. Not in a way that's like again yeah. putting a flag in front of my face. Look at my feminism. It's so good. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah feels yeah. very like ingrained in the world and that's yeah it makes sense it's not like oh have you ever seen a girl low-key before no it just makes sense <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah those like yeah those yeah. like i guess dimensions of diversity or elements of like those characters yeah. like what what was unique about them in terms of diversity wasn't the thing that like made the character interesting like their yeah. love interesting interest wasn't what made them interesting their gender wasn't what made them interesting like mm-hmm. that was just part of their identity and it didn't like you know mm-hmm. change or like the disability like that was just a thing that the character had and it wasn't like a defining feature or something that like Correct. they pointed to to hold them back or right? it's like oh like you can't run with us or you you know like that was never it and that's something that i appreciated about season two of the witcher as well mm-hmm. is siri um when she was training and everything they kept 
like talking down to her because she was a princess not because she was a woman yeah. it was because she was like this like you know yeah exactly it's like oh yeah. you're a princess you think you can do all of this and it wasn't about her being you know a woman and that or makes, being young that makes sense especially if the world that has conflict within classes itself and classes and exactly ourselves mm-hmm. and which we see now with this prequel yeah yeah you're right yeah. And and looking down on you is because you're highborn not because you're a woman or because you're a person of color yeah. because you're disabled and if, yeah. i've had this discussion with many people that are like our fantasy lovers is that whenever we talk about representation in fantasy we mm-hmm. want it to just exist without being like uh, like announced like i yeah. think a lot of people had an issue with house of the dragon because there's like why is there sexism in house of the dragon and it's like mm-hmm. oh it's because of other time but people are like no we just wanted to exist in fantasy worlds and it's like it makes sense like rings of powers there's no issue with galadriel so like we want that to exist so i appreciate the fact that there's high fantasy shows that just have representation just existing because like that's what mm-hmm. we want to see with representation is that we wanted to see them infiltrate high fantasy. Because I remember talking to my friend, I'm just like, where would you like to see South Asian characters now? And she's like, high fantasy. I just want to yeah. exist in South, like high fantasy, just being there. And now we're seeing it and yes. it's great. So like, this is representation done well when they're just existing. So mm-hmm. I'm really happy that they used the prequel to, to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't. Have, yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't need to be announced. It doesn't need to be the focus of the character. It doesn't need to be the thing about the character yeah. that makes them interesting. Yeah. They and just like, happen to be. Yeah, and like other like genres of shows, like dramas or like you know rom coms, it could be a thing. But like in high fantasy, everything is just like it, it's literally make believe. Like you could be anything. There's dragons. There's magic. Correct. So why would you talk about like race right here? Yeah, right now, you know, <laughs> this is our time. Yeah. Ryan Condal, when somebody asked him how, why did why did he make why are Valerians black in this universe? He's like because they are. And that was the conversation. <laughs> That's it. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. That was one of my answers. Like this was a year when I was talking about the House of the Dragon when I found that Steve Tassan is uh, headlining yeah. House of Valerian. I'm like, yeah, because they cast Steve Tassan to play. Exactly. Yeah, I remember the video. Um, I remember the video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get into the lore. I will, yeah. and I'm correct, and there ain't a thing you can do about it because it's again, yeah. it's a fantasy world, and you don't know who his mother is, so suspend your belief. You cannot suspend your belief yeah. for that. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'll give Brian Connell credit on that. So, for yeah. like literally not yeah. explaining it because he doesn't need to be explained, it's got dragons, exactly, oh, exactly, yeah. That's yeah. the whole point of having the, those characters in high fantasies, like, so there's no explanation, like, they're just there. They're just exactly there. They exist within yeah. the world. So mm-hmm. all exactly. I care about is that the world itself is defined. What are the rules? Yep. What are the mm-hmm. what's the scope here? Like what's the magic? What, yeah. what what's the timeline? Like what are we that is <laughs> yeah. constantly who yeah. but the characters all I care about that the, the dialogue feels real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of issue mm-hmm. that I that I have with um, Rings of Power. Um, very expositionary. Like that's not how mm-hmm. people talk. I'm sorry. It's just just not how normal people talk. Like uh-huh. I was the princess all- at the time when I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> what, would you, what did you eat for breakfast? Was it a crackle cereal? They made you sick all day. Like that's. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just because it's high fantasy doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have like normal conversations. Like people like live alongside yeah. each other. They're going to have some, those little like small talk or whatever. Like that, that's going to happen. Maybe it's said differently than what we were used to, but those sorts of things in conversation exist. Yeah, there's a talent of acting and well writing things. It's like you don't need yes. exposition. Here and there it's fine, but yeah. like, the ta- like you, sometimes you can just 
convey a feeling in um situation just by like you know the actor <laughs> they yeah. <can> do it. <laughs> you know like they can you know have like backstory without even getting into the backstory you can write yeah. you can get in into the writing without it being like a whole dialogue or like mm-hmm. monologue more so so this is why yeah. of writing this is where bad writing yeah. actually happens when people are like that's bad writing i'm like no Bad writing is an hour of exposition. (laughs) This is why I love Star Wars. They give you a scroll in the beginning. It's just, yeah. just, and that's it. It's there you go. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, let me swing this magic glow stick, and there's like magic in the air, and I can move things with my eyes. I believe you. I'm fine with that. Like, watch you do it. I can watch you do it. It'll be good. Exactly. I had uh, somebody who posted in my comments. I'm like, oh, I wonder what Damon said to Rainier at the end of the season. I'm like, can you not tell from the way their body language is what he was telling her about some death? Her and what what happened the scene before? And like Emma Darcy got nominated for an award just by their acting. Like you can tell what their feelings are. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. The the, the entire time, and literally, you can tell when Rhaenyra was thinking what she's gonna do within that story without her saying a word. Emma Darcy exactly. accomplished that just by looking at you. Also, by, by, their, by, by their body language. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by their body language. Like, you can yeah. tell the moment that Damon told Rhaenyra, and it hit her because <laughs> of how... And the way they circled around their fa- oh, face. Oh, mm. oh, oh my gosh. One of my favorites. Yeah. So well done. On it was so book. good. It was you so didn't well need done. any dialogue. You didn't need anything, Emma. <laughs> Correct. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene was just amazing. It was kind of like going back to the, the, back to the Witcher and the yeah. um, <laughs> But it's kind of like what you said about like feel whenever um, Ayla was singing, and you yes. could just see it on his face that he's the one that's going to be the Witcher. Like you yes. could just tell like I, the way he was looking yeah. at her. Exactly. Like, he was falling in love, and that he was going to be the one to sacrifice himself. Because, and it was like, different than like everybody because mm-hmm. everybody was captivated, and they already set that up as like everybody is always captivated by yeah. the lark yeah. every time yeah. she sings. Yeah. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. But in his expression was was different, and I, I just yeah. knew in that moment <laughs> he was not going to let her do it. <laughs> and that is good acting. That is good yep. acting and good writing when it do- is done well. And so you yeah. definitely see the shift in the eyes. The eyes will tell yeah. you. Yeah. It was a cute moment. It was cute. I will yeah. say that. Yeah. I, again, one, one of those moments yeah. where I, the romance was a little bit more well built out so that it feels yeah. 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 I appreciated their chemistry. Like maybe like they needed more time to build, but their chemistry was great. Like it was rampant. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, it was I really great. Them. It was, there was heat. All so of yeah. these things captured it. All seven of them, when you think about it, like yeah. they yeah. Yeah. really well. So they did for, for the uh, short amount of time that they had correct. very well. Yeah. And, but it was kind of strange. And again, this is, um, this is to the, cause there's the, the season is so short. There's no really clear leader of the seven. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's supposed to be the lark. But I feel like so. That's like in the very beginning when they were like introducing yeah. them, um, mm-hmm. like through the, like the voiceover. Introduction. Um, yeah. yeah the, that voiceover introduction in, in the first episode, they ended by saying in the seventh that will lead them the mm. lark um mm. so so she is meant to kind of lead them but but you're right there isn't like a clear there isn't that like power dynamic of like somebody's mm-hmm. trying to lead instead of like they're all just sort of they have the same goal and they're they've right. all just like accepted that they're gonna have to rely on each other which i thought was mm. great and that's why, like when when skiing um 
was going to betray them. And this is also another bit of like brilliant acting as well. Cause I'm like, I didn't believe it until she yeah. turned around and she raised her sword. But oh, then when you look at her face, you know, yeah. you know, something, you know, something's about to happen that you don't expect. And that was mm-hmm. like Michelle Yeoh's acting in yeah. that scene was just amazing. Cause I'm like, she's good. She's like, there's no way she's going to betray them. She has something else in mind. I just couldn't figure out what. And then when she turns yeah. around and you look at her face with her sword raised, you can see the humor in her face. But also, <laughs> like you can see like the... But if she did betray them, it would have made almost sense because her, yeah. her, her clan is gone. They've all been killed yeah. off the last of it. So for her to go after that heirloom, essentially, of, yeah. of her clan, yeah. like, I can see her betraying a group of strangers. Yeah. It, it works yeah. both ways. Yeah. But I can see her betraying them. And then betraying Merwin. Like, there's no yeah. way she would have actually fulfilled her deal with Merwin, yeah. given the fact that her family is responsible for her clan's death. So that's, exactly. that's also why I didn't believe it, because I'm like, there's no way that she's going to conspire with the people who are actually responsible for her clan's death. No right, matter what know. happened between her and, and the Lark, like, there's, because there is obviously history and uh, animosity, or I guess. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I something like, there, right? I feel like she almost was just like, she, she believed in, like, the Lark and the whole transformation of Fial so much that she could betray them knowing that they probably would have gotten out of it and they probably would have like defeated Merwin anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, but my favorite line is whenever, um, I think Mara says something about like how she was like unloyal or something. And she says mm-hmm. something about like, I'm going to skin you. Like, Michelle Yeoh's acting. Oh, I love, I love. I want to be done by Michelle Yeoh. Like, <laughs> she could say that to me i would be like on cloud nine because like, like, she just oh the intensity like, the intensity how did merwin not like pierre bands yeah. <laughs> having that being said to her like that <laughs> no, that just, eye contact that searing eye contact that she oh my made. gosh oh, i would have crumbled yeah. <laughs> if i was actually merwin i would have just been like oh yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> never mind take the story <laughs> it's, it's such a limited dialogue that she was given a very little background like she worked really well with the book she was given and it really related so, so the power of michelle yo the power of seriously michelle. i mean seriously period mm-hmm. cool. so i'm just looking at time mm-hmm. uh we're about an hour and a half in i know we we had like chatted earlier um mm-hmm. so i'm not really uh, but we're coming up to an hour and a half of recorded time okay. so do did we want to kind of start wrapping up maybe talk about where we think season three of the witcher is going to take us given what they showed us at the end Mm -hmm. or even like season two if you guys remember (laughs) what happens at the end of season two (laughs) i I haven't rewatched i wanted to rewatch this one for so much yeah Yeah. i I did i can can, like i I just recently i mean i did like a 1.5 speed or whatever just like in the background just so i can kind of (laughs) (laughs) like i wasn't really paying attention but i was like i just want to like remember because i still remember season one enough but season two Mm -hmm. was was fuzzy for me but where it ended Mm -hmm. with um season two was like the wild hunt Mm -hmm. happening um and then there was uh uh yeah, they were like trying to like. There was a whole like betrayal with like Jennifer and and yeah. whatever. I forgot about <laughs> that. Where, where I she thought about that. Yeah, where she was about to hand her over, but like with the wild hunt, what happens? Like that deathless mother that was trying to like get power and oh, was yeah, yeah, telling yeah. Jennifer oh. that she was going to give her her chaos back. She ends up joining the wild hunt, and then they're in this like other plane or somewhere else, and then you see the wild hunt coming, and then Siri brings them back to um, the Witcher's castle. And then they're like, oh, we're going to have to, like, protect her or something. 
Hmm. Um, and I think what happens, I feel like Siri acts as um, like the monolith now that we've seen the monolith be used for Baylor to go to like transition oh, between worlds. Right. I yeah, feel like Siri right. is a conduit or she is the one actually doing that. Yeah, that's um, something that, that reminds me of like some finale of season two. They did allure, like allude to that. that makes yeah. Sense. Yeah, Didn't, like determine um, the elder blood or something, and um, yeah, they determined it was it was um, Yennefer's the other, her other lover. I forget his name. <laughs> uh, he had he had found like the the he went to talk to like these two old people, and he found like a scroll talking about like her uh, having elder blood and okay. her like lineage going back um, to weren't there, like weren't there like scenes of prophecy where like she's like visited by her ancestors like yeah yeah like, yeah that was um, blood, yeah. Yeah, that was Tris did this thing where she like went into her mind to kind of access like deeper memories or even like generational okay. memories. Mm-hmm. And then they see um, her, I guess, like ancestor, mm-hmm. um, who I think it was like that. I forget the name. Um, you had mentioned it, JJ. It started with an uh, L. Elithian? Is it her? No, no, no it was another uh, name. It was Alara. Alara. Yeah. Uh, D- D- Darnie? Darnie? Darnie or something like that. Um, yeah, note. she was the one that was in the story that was told um, earlier in the season where it was oh, a, okay. a an elf, I think, that, that was a mage who fell in love with a human. And yeah. then they, they had a baby yeah, that yeah, yeah. illegally or whatever. It was like forbidden yeah. for them to get together. But then they have a baby. And so then she yeah. sees her with the baby and then she says right. she says something about the prophecy about her being like the end of times or something like that mm-hmm. and like um, to avenge the elves and stuff because yeah like, to avenge yeah, the elves yeah because i was gonna say like the way this season, this prequel um blood origin ended in the way i think season three is going is like this is like the elves reckoning so yeah. Cause, like, i think there's something that mini driver said <laughs> cause i still don't remember her character's name about, like, i don't know the if they elves. gave us a name Maybe they did. I don't think they did. Yeah, some shape shifting, time jumping out of time. Yeah, I don't even know what she is. I don't even know what she is. <laughs> but like, I don't she, know if they tell us. Yeah, it was just some magical sense. being that shape shifts and then yeah. just took Yaskier to like give him the story so like, he can give it to the people of his time because they had forgotten the story. And that was important because the elves needed to unite again so they will remember exactly. where they came from. And that's yep. where season three is going to end. So something about the elves, like remembering where they came from, is like what I'm yeah. thinking. And it's going to have to do with the elder blood. And it has to do with Ciri's prophecy. Yep. And like that's like all I. I'm just assuming that this has to do with the fact that like Ciri's prophecy and where they're like yep. leading towards um, the elf revolution is going. Yeah. But I can't give but you I wonder... more tangible than that. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could end with like Henry Cavill's Geralt sacrificing himself or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To send them off, yeah. For Siri, he's their protector in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like they can yeah. go in them so many directions. Now that we have some little bit of a footnote with Blood Origin, that they can kind of yeah. yeah. to the season three. Yeah. So and, and season one compared to season two was so different. Like season one had the time jump. Season two barely did. Like it was very mm-hmm. straightforward. So who knows what season three is going to be like? Right. Yeah. The the guy who time travels, I feel like, is going to be important in some way because he mm-hmm. he arrives right at the beginning of series story in season one, right? And he's seen, um, at the end and I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know whether he's going to be able to time travel again because the monoliths have changed well, since he, we saw them. He brought up to Marwa that like, oh, we can learn how to time travel. So yep. I bet he's yep. like, I bet that it was like a symbolism that he's going to learn. So I could see yeah. him coming up again later somehow. Yeah, so, he showed up in front of Siri. Like I think it, after this, after, after after the episode ended, like she lifts her head yes. up and he's like right, right there with the book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll definitely tie that into it. Yeah, so yeah. he probably might come again in season three. Right, right, yeah. yeah. 
And I wonder if maybe he's going to try to like stop the convergence and there's going to be time travel involved. If there's time travel involved, I'm going to be so excited because I just, I love time travel. They always do it slightly it's differently. Yeah. 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 And like they do time travel well in the show. Like I liked how they did the time jumps in season one. So like mm-hmm. I think they could, if they leaned into their time travel abilities, I think yeah. it would be stronger for them to do it in season three. So. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm a fan. But yeah. I think there's either going to be like series saving the elves or saving the world or her being like the destruction. Cause there's like different ways that they've talked about her and even, yeah. even the prophecy at the end of blood origin. Um, it was also like Yaskir's song. He was going to like bring about like the end or something. And it's like the end of what? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, cause it's like the time of the spheres. And then, you know, the, 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 um, Isla's like, uh, next Isla's like, progeny or whatever was going to like bring about it's going to start the song that Yaskir is going to end um and so yeah I don't like Yaskir I think is going to have to play a bigger role now that we know he has elder blood just like Mm -hmm. Siri I don't know if he necessarily has magic or whatnot but I can see that being part of his charm of like maybe the reason he's like people love him so much and his songs you know proliferate so well and resonate so well is because he has some magic right yeah just like the lark yeah mm-hmm. and like the reason he's been a, he was able to survive this long too because like the the way he gets these stories <laughs> is by traveling with dangerous people yeah. <laughs> right? or, like out to a yeah. next level <laughs> yeah. yeah and like when he was possessed by, yeah um, and when he was possessed by the jinn in season yeah. one yeah. like part of me was like how did he even survive yeah. that and then what Yennefer was doing to him like you know, there was so much right. that, was that was being done to him <laughs> as a human yeah that was a great right? episode but that was a lot of to consume it was a lot yeah, yeah. magic mm-hmm. the elder blood definitely explains some of the the torturous ones that he tortured that he survived because <laughs> I mean oh, how, dang. how much plot armor can you give a character yeah exactly a, a weak human in a world of monsters he's gotta die yeah I know that makes sense for the yeah. story otherwise it gets yeah. populated like that would make and sense. also, yeah, and also, like, obviously, his blood has to have been like a somehow, like, you know, a way that that creature <laughs> finds him in the first ep- in the first episode oh, of Blood Origin, right? Yeah. But then, like, he's handcuffed and he's running yeah. through a battlefield and he's still alive, <laughs> <We're>, like unscathed. <laughs> yeah. like, she, even mentioned, she even mentioned that like everyone's trying to protect him for a reason. So like, there's some mm. sort of like importance to his character. Yeah. That, like, yeah. They need to reveal a little bit more. So yeah, they could elevate excited the character for a little bit higher. Him and Siri, especially yeah. to ease off. Yeah. Especially with, like if they're if they're like trying to write out Henry Cavill, like that right. would make sense if he. Yeah. Was more prominent so yeah i like that i would buy that for sure and it's gonna make easier transition transition for the Mm -hmm. fans too so yeah yeah Yeah. and i'm i'm down for like getting more of siri because yeah like you said like her her story Mm -hmm. has so much potential i don't know obviously like the the lore and i haven't read Mm -hmm. the books or seen uh or or played any of the video games but like you can see there being so much potential for her character and there's so much like converging around her that i would hope that she becomes the center of the story moving forward is the story like i as someone who doesn't watch like didn't read the Mm -hmm. books or play the video games she's the reason why i kept watching was like like her story her prophecy everything yes joel's a great character don't get me wrong like it's a fun character but like Mm -hmm. he's just there (laughs) he's a fun character to have around you know kill monsters yeah he he, he, he says the f word a lot it's fun like he's he's grumpy he talks to his horse that's his thing (laughs) that's cute it's fun but like i 
the prophecies why I kept going. I'm like, where's Siri? Where's she doing? Like, what does this mean? So yeah, um, definitely. I would lean into it more. I have a feeling they're gonna like really lean yeah. into the the magic portion, which again, a lot of these fantasy worlds try to like avoid the magic because they want to feel human and real. I'm like, no, uh, not this one. Give me mages. <laughs> yeah. Give me forestry. Yeah. Give me worlds. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things is the beast. Like I think like season one so much because like every episode had a new beast. So yeah. Like, yeah. I love the magic. Yeah. Of the Give me like I want to feel like I'm not in reality by any means. Oh, yes. Yeah, I want I want to know what um, Sindril's book says. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All the stuff that was in yeah. his book, like I want that lore, yeah. and I also yeah. want um, Yennefer's other lover, whose name I still can't remember. <laughs> 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 this whole time. I want to know what he discovers because he's like, oh yeah, the monoliths are talking to each other. What do you mean they're talking to each other? What are they, like? What? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, oh, like, like they're. Do- Doing, doing something. Yeah, it was pulled in a lot of different directions. Yeah. I would probably say watch season two before season three comes out. Now that like the yeah, lore sure. that we've seen in Blood Origin, like I think ties yeah. back enough to season two. I think I'm yeah. actually gonna have to rewatch season two in like yeah. normal speed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just like. No. <laughs> I after watching like the end of the like watching the conversions and then seeing the first scene with Siri and her grandmother who I loved her grandmother and seeing like yeah. the whole elf war with the humans it's cool like too like so if it's really if you were gonna watch it Blood Origin going into season one and two would work yeah. perfectly yeah so. that yeah would fit in really nice I think it energized me definitely more to maybe go back yeah. and watch and get ready for season three more than I've been so yeah far. I've been always looking yeah same mm-hmm. so very, I was very lukewarm as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Season three, I was like, I, I, like I knew I was gonna watch it, but I wasn't gonna be in a hurry to watch it necessarily. Uh-huh. Um, given season two, and then I saw Blood Origin, and I saw Michelle Yeoh, and I was like, all right, this is gonna change my <laughs> change my opinion. You put um, her anywhere, any movie, any show, I'm there. I'm anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. funny. So do we want to see a season two or potentially more of the story of Blood Origin? Or do we think that that's like wrapped up and there's other lore and other things to explore? Um, oh, I think there's more to explore, but like I wouldn't mind a season two. I mean, I mean, I'd love to see more, but it's then you run into a problem of like putting the toothpaste back in a tube. Like, how do you mm-hmm. go back to retell some of the characterizations that you've already established. Yeah, yeah. They seem like they just wrote themselves at the end. That's the end mm-hmm. of it. I mean, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Unless we're going to explore Ayla's pregnancy. Yeah. I, I think mean, there's like maybe a little bit that they can continue exploring, but like you said, that story of like the convert, like, like the story yeah, they right wanted done. to tell is it has been told, completed, it's been done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, for shame, I could have used uh, 10 episodes, even six I would have yes. taken, just to, like, yeah. maybe condense the cast just a little bit to kind of focus on really the characters. Like, that's my main yeah. thing. There's, there's yeah. a lot of interesting things in here going on. A lot of yeah. cool magic, a lot of, like, costumes look great, the scenery, yeah. uh, the chemistry between the actors, even though when, mm-hmm. when you're so limited on your dialogue, and they still exude a whole lot of that charisma. I'm yes. just like, mm-hmm. that was my, that's my main critique of the Blood Origin. It just feels yeah. like it's diet. It's like a snack. Uh, that's a good way to say it. A, a big mm-hmm. meal. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Final thoughts on, on the show. Would you recommend it? Would you recommend the Witcher in general? Um, I mean, 
this cat is so loud. I apologize. I'm, <laughs> we love cats. Yeah. I would die her, die for him, but he's obnoxious. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> All cats, right? Screen. He's so screen. <laughs> we <laughs> die for them, but they're the bane of our existence. <laughs> I mean, I w- if you like high fantasy, if you like those concepts, um, you will like the show. But if you're like really deep into the Witcher lore, um, mm-hmm. you've read um, the books and you play the game, it, it could be a bit of a letdown maybe, just because mm-hmm. it, it, it really waters it down, <laughs> mm-hmm. the story. So but I, I'm a sucker for fantasy. I'm a sucker for that world. So yeah, I definitely recommend it, especially if you're a Witcher fan. It just builds on the lore. So mm-hmm. I agree with that. Like. Um, Especially because, like, if you know you're going to watch season three, you might as well watch this as well. If you've enjoyed season one, you're going to enjoy this, too. Because the lore and the world building is great. Like, I, I mm-hmm. especially because we were talking about how, like, season two teased a yeah. lot of, like, these, like, prophecies and, like, backstory. I really appreciate just getting more. Like, I'm getting more of the universe. So if you are a high fantasy nerd, you're just going to love it for the world building. And it's it's the chemistry of the act. The actors, is, the cast is wonderful. The acting is wonderful. The the costumes and the um, representation, everything was well done. I just feel like it was rushed, basically. Right. So mm-hmm. it's something against like the actual show. It's more of like how quickly the story was told, but it was a well. It was well done for like how much time they were given. And yeah, it's great for nerds. It's a very nerdy show, Super and I, nerdy. I, I yeah. nerds, we can definitely appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a good word. It's very nerdy. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> agreed. Yeah, it is. It is very nerdy, and it, yeah, I would. I would also. I agree with with both of you. If you've enjoyed The Witcher and you're like wanting more of like the story and the lore, like within the universe, this show is is awesome. Especially if like season two left you with questions or yeah. confusion around some yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah. around like the convergence, the wild hunt, like what's elder blood, what's going on there, or even like if you wanted to see how witchers get made this show does a really good job (laughs) (laughs) like i wish we had more i wish we had more but um but i think they do a good job of telling the story with the constraints that they're given um and then i'm pretty sure although don't quote me on this i'm pretty sure what gets told in terms of lore in blood origin is going to be relevant to season three Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's my understanding yeah there's no reason to have the show then if they're not going to tie it in. Exactly. It. Yeah. Just bringing Jeff here into the into the yeah. And they, and exactly. they did it on purpose. Like they yeah. made sure yeah. to release because this is the time they released The Witcher is around December. Yeah. I remember oh, yeah, it's right. always yes. around. Yes. It's always around. They did it last it's always year. Always the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't right. do it this. They didn't do season three. They did this. So they definitely yeah. wanted to tie into the world that they're building in season three that they're building. So they did it on purpose yes. for sure. Awesome. Any other last thoughts before we wrap up? Again, so yeah, feel free to to like you know give the, your handles on TikTok, Twitter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. JJ, do you want to start? Um, sure. Um, again, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Um, I want to revisit this talk with the Blood Origin and the Witcher it's again once I watch it again because there seems to be a lot of names, a lot of characters, and all that. So, but this was this was a, a lot of fun because I really enjoy this show. I wanted more of it, so. But yeah, thank you for having me. Um, my name is JJ. You can find me on TikTok and Twitter under Lady Dragon JJ. I talk about fantasy, Marvel, um, Star Wars, anything nerdy, fun, and cool. So yeah, that's that's my thing. So 
Yeah, and I also enjoy this. It was really fun. Like I said, I love talking to you girls. I love like nerding out, yeah. um, especially like getting to like the lore and the fandoms of it. I love talking about fandoms, especially Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Marvel and DC. And then I love talking about TV shows. So you, if you want to watch me talk about that more and get deep into those <laughs> talks, um, follow me on TikTok as Call Me By The Same Maria. And it would be really cool if we did a after uh, the season three of Witcher came out, if we like came yes. back and revisited this and see how it ties in too so oh yeah that that, would be yeah agreed yeah that would be awesome really? yeah yeah awesome and i was your host today suhela you can find me at sue's theories sus theories both on twitter and tiktok um and yeah i do a lot of live reactions talk about the shows that i'm watching and earrings So this is going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek. We want to thank everyone who tuned in today and especially our guests for being with us today. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some of other episodes or shows? Why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com where you will find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.